Hello, my name is Ryan. Uh, can you introduce yourself? I am Adam Diedrich. Awesome. Nice to meet you, Adam. All right. Uh, what do you think is the ultimate human experience, or how do you define the human experience in your own way? Um, I think to define it, the key is the experience part. So human experience is immersing yourself in situations that you take in sensory information and those situations are either new or something similar to before so you see stuff you hear stuff you feel stuff and i think the umbrella over that is i guess i would say perception because yeah. we can all be around in the same area but perceive things differently yeah exactly yeah we can definitely receive things differently and we can perceive things differently but ultimate human experience would be um how it's defined by traditions and culture and how we each perceive that differently absolutely yeah all right and next question adam uh why is the human experience important to you mostly or why do you think it is important to talk about or if or to recognize it or even to advertise about it I think it's super important because it's what drives our life. Um, I think people get too detached from it. Um, it explains who we are as people, which helps us function in society. So a lot of people get detached from it and they don't think about it too much. They just kind of go around living and that's fine and all, but you don't really get to truly understand how things are unfolding around you. So I think it's important to focus on that so you can better understand yourself and how you operate in situations because it'll make yep. for the best and optimal human experience. Yeah, I definitely agree. Um, especially with age and everything and demographics, everything uh, takes a toll on how we choose the situations we do in life internally or externally. Uh, we can perceive information and then we can receive it, but it's how we communicate it that gets the word out and helps people to see how the experience will benefit um, them in different terms. Um, exactly. I think yep. it also solves a lot of issues that go on with people all the way from, I guess, mainly just mentally, like the way you view things, I think is the answer to everything. You're feeling sad. Well, if you better understand the human experience, you can just acknowledge, okay, well, this is just a point in time. Guess what? There's going to be an upswing or I can look at this differently in a way of, oh, something happened that was bad, but it was good for this. So I think, I think it's super important for those reasons. Yeah, I definitely agree, Adam. Oh, very good topic. All right. So uh, next question, Adam, is how did the human experience originate or why do you think it originated the way it did? that's a tough question uh, yeah, are we talking <laughs> are we talking about yeah so know. like like from you can go all the way back to the 1700s or we can even go to even the future today or from how it would originated then and now per se i guess it kind of just because when I hear how did the human experience originate, it brings me to faith, I guess, which isn't necessarily religion. 
But right. I think I think it originates from our desire to be useful to something. As humans, we we want to be needed, not necessarily needed, but like productive for someone or ourselves. So it kind of yeah. goes back to faith and then that evolves through time obviously back in the day we were humans all living just from nature so our faith was relied more on we have these set ways this is how we do things we have to because we are survival 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 yeah nowadays we're in an age with a lot of technology that allows us to be a lot more comfortable which i think provides a lot of free time for issues and one of my favorite sayings is whether you're religious or not, but idle hands do the devil's work. Yeah. So it's created a lot more problems for us. So yes. that evolution from, okay, simple survival to now we have to deal with all sorts of pleasures, which I don't think pleasure necessarily brings joy. Correct. I think pleasure is more of a distraction. Yeah. So it's, it's evolved into a very complex monster. Yeah, it has. Technology has really uh, um, surpassed the mindset of cavemen. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Cavemen to the point of going in from that, which is basically living in a cave, then going into like a knight in shining armor type of uh, age and going into the monarchy and then coming to the actual government then it's leading into more corporate decision instead of any of those other decisions. And then all those things now have lead, brought us to marketing and marketing is caused basically the, the want over the need of situations from which cavemen were all about needs. So it's, so it's crazy how, um, how it has originated and how we have evolution evolutionized from the reality of back then yeah and it's definitely brought us further away from the human experience yep yep because it's a billion different data points being thrown at you all day every day that you don't even get time to just i mean if you think about your day how how often do you just sit in silence for 15 minutes just you no tv no music nothing it's it's very rare that people actually take time to do those types of things. Yep, and it's very important for mental and physical health to do those things. All right, I did. And then next question, because even though that question is very complex, it could go on all day. Um, yeah. How do you think creativity has contributed to the human experience? I think creativity ties in with the whole perception aspect because, I mean, for example, I view it as, okay, so today it was decently warm out, but we've had nicer days. So I can go out and dread that it's cold and that affects my whole experience for the rest of the day. Or I can go out and go, well, we're one, one day closer to summertime and that changes the whole human experience of my day so i think creativity comes from how you approach it and it's not even just in like perspective of bad thing bad things happening it's okay someone comes up to you with um a disagreement or something you just aren't in line with but they believe 
and you hear it out and you can get angry or you can have the creativity to think, well, here's a person with a different perspective. Maybe I could hear it out, learn, take parts of it and use that creativity to ask the questions needed to better understand my experience and their experience so that as a collective society, we can produce a more efficient yeah. operation of things. Operation. Yeah. Yeah. It, uh, when you think of creativity, it's, it's the design from what we see in front of us, from what is seen through everything else, and then what's seen through our own eyes. And the four seasons, like you said, um, it's when you wake up and you realize that, hey, we can do better than we are what than we did yesterday. It's realizing we can move forward and be better overall as long as we keep being creative on our own mindset to better what we're learning to the process of being a human and there's always opportunities to do that always opportunities to view things differently that's why back to the first question of when i said the whole experience thing of immersing yourself in situations that are either new or similar to one's experience before is that no situation is ever the same you know you you may do the same thing every single day but it's in no way ever the exact same and that leaves so many opportunities to creatively view it and i'm a big believer that you construct your own reality i guess not even your own reality but your again perception of the reality perception and vision of it yes absolutely Uh, you're the um, dynamic story of your own um, pathway to success exactly yeah all right, and Adam, last question. And so what what do you think are some examples of how culture affects our experience with the human experience? I think as we were talking about with technology, with the technology, we we in a way take ourselves out of our own human experience. And when that happens... I believe we become detached and lost. And when you're lost, you become desperate. And mm-hmm. down this down this railway, you get further from that faith, whatever, whatever it is that leads you. So then this technology and culture comes in and they have their ideals, their beliefs, things going on, how they perceive things. And they're expressing them out in culture, whether it's music, movies. And this, this can come from the world scale all the way down to your household. But either way, it's put out there, and the further you are detached from your experience, is easier to get sucked into others. And that's, to an extreme point, that's where you see cults and stuff. I I find all that stuff intriguing because some of the cults people get drug into, it starts out so small, you know, just simple talk, whatever, and then all of a sudden they're out here doing extreme radical things without even realizing what's going on because they were sucked into a belief or perception of something that they aren't because they were longing for belonging. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it's crazy because uh, when you think about uh, how like, it's race theory and then it came into the uh, gender theory and none of those even started from the beginning of time of how of how we originated it, none of nothing that we have perceived here now in today's 
world is how people perceived it back then. Even religion has changed from being a simple pagan idea to form into this ultimate Christian theory. And then Christian theory brought into several other different types of religions that basically all falsetted through the idea of life and death and being afraid of death. But ultimately, we should be more afraid of life than death overall. Um, and it's also, I think, culture has affected our community as well. Yeah, definitely. And as you're saying, back in time, they would have never thought of things in the way that we do today. And it's a continuous branching down like a pyramid into all these different sections and all this stuff going on. And in my view, that's just the, not, I wouldn't say falling apart, but it's just distancing from true self because people get detached and then they, they just long for something to belong to. And everyone going back to the whole thought of that, we need to be wanted or needed to be useful in society it's that desire that brings us to all these areas of oh they may not be feeling productive or useful to anyone so then they need to create their own categories own categories and it keeps going on and on and on into yeah. further and that's not even to say it's a good or bad thing it's just it's something that i think is super important to pay attention to yeah exactly and always uh focusing on your own individual individuality is another thing too um because so many people get wrapped up in every everybody else when they should be wrapped up in them them their own self and that's kind of we were living in the age of pisces before this and that that is all about rules and regulations and how society um works to benefit uh their need and but now people are realizing that it's all about our needs and our needs then come to true matters of how we need to keep benefiting our mental and physical health. And so health also stems from culture because that necessarily culture has kind of ruined the idea of, of health and has taken a big toll into the World Health Organization. Yeah, I I agree with that. And it's I think it's played its part not only in health, but every aspect and it stems from the whole uh oh it's well go specifically on the health, it's oh you can do whatever you want and there's no consequences or repercussions to your decisions and choices in life. So yeah. it's go ahead, go eat fast food every day. There's no importance to your health. We'll, you'll be just fine. It's whatever. It's not that bad. It's this, that. And it's yep. across the board for every part of it. Culture keeps pushing that. And then people fight and feel personally attacked when someone says, hey, you know, it's probably not good for you to sit there and eat fast food every day. And it <laughs> becomes a whole battle of ideology and personal attack. <laughs> exactly yeah that's very true adam well adam i appreciate you uh doing this interview with me today um yeah hopefully we can keep learning more about this human experience as life goes on by time after time but only time can tell if if things will 
ultimately be better for us, if they'll only get worse for us. So thank yeah. you so much. Yeah. Um, I appreciate you thinking of me to do this. I will say one thing to your last statement there. Yeah. I think it's easy to become pessimistic in everything that's going on in the world today, but it's important to remember history as we were talking about earlier, it may have been a lot different on our ex human experience, but there's cycles and waves. So if you look back into, you know, 50 years ago, we were going through world wars and dealing with all sorts of stuff that you can arguably, arguably say, okay, well, yeah, it may be bad today, but it's not as bad as it was back then. Yeah. So I think a lot of people kind of get lost in a pessimistic view of it, but these are just natural cycles of the world. We'll go through good. We'll go through bad. And yeah, it'll we'll keep just, repeating. Yeah. I'll just keep repeating and we'll keep doing the, the same thing, but in different sense of different forms of how our reality and the environment changes and how it, how the um, earth spins its wheels. So. Exactly. It's a large pendulum constantly yep. swimming and forth. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. <laughs> well, thank you, Adam. I appreciate your time and I hope you have a good rest of your day. Thank you very much, you as well. Thank you.